this for three, four, two friends get together so that we can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that you can try things. Now we will stop oh, saying so that we can all now try this. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to now try this. We are very excited about today's episode. Actually, I didn't talk to Marcus beforehand about being excited, but I'm so excited because we had Coco this week. I hope you guys try this challenge with me because I just watched it after Marcus's weeks of thinking about it, Wait, digesting you, it. and You watched it? You're supposed to drink it. It's cocoa. I gave you cocoa. You said you never had cocoa before. And I said, Nick, you should try cocoa. That's, oh, I thought you were making a joke. That's why I mailed you all that cocoa. I thought that was for Christmas. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you did the wrong challenge. Oh, no. God damn it, Nick. Yeah. Well, I can talk about... Okay, so we'll talk about Coco. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing about Coco. Okay? Yeah, about this Coco? Is, and this is a long-standing view I've had on Coco. Uh-huh. Coco! Oh, shit. I'm ready. When my grandmother was sick, Uh-oh. when I was 14, yeah. was the first time I had hot Coco. Because they have it at places like hospitals where they have all these little chocolate packets that you put in a coffee machine with water and it heats yeah, up. and they it, need but, to keep people up. Here's the thing. This is the first time in my life that I had cocoa. Because up until that, my grandmother would buy cocoa and make it with milk. Because she's an old Spanish lady. Yeah. Also, if you're home, that's what you do. You mix it with milk. So right. It's better. But what the fuck is watered cocoa? It's gross. It's, it's so gross. gross. And, yeah. and Who that's the fuck like, does and it? Like, people do it. And it's not even like... It's standard practice. Like on the cocoa, a lot of the it cocoa boxes, they're like, water. this is how much water to use. It's not like, no. there's two ways to do it. There's the milk way and the water way. And one way is better and one way is the worst. Yeah. Default is the water way. It's like a hot pocket and the microwave. You, you In the instructions, it says microwave it. And then in the like basically fine print of a hot pocket, it says, you can also use a toaster oven if you want. I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. No one has ever done a hot pocket, not in the microwave. Name one person in the world. Me, bitch. I never warm up hot pockets in the microwave. Only put them in the oven. It takes a half hour. (laughs) (laughs) You (laughs) hot pockets two like a dollar seventy five. Like takes a half hour. Piece of crap that's never satisfying. Nick, you haven't. I will lived. change. Yo, I'll change you my views. Like, lived I'll change my hot pocket views if I get some sponsorship until you've money. Had a hot pocket no, not... in the oven, Nick. That is, it is life. It is. It that is can't be worth life it. Life giving. Shut Nick. up! Hold on. Stop bidding. Stop doing bits. You've never done this. You've never put a hot pocket in the oven all the time. <laughs> there's not at any... least once a week. Oh my god! There's a hot pocket in the fridge right now. You might not even be lying. I ate it yesterday and I put it in the oven. Really? Yeah. You waited a half an hour for a hot pocket? You could have made a three-course meal and that's it. So good. <laughs> so good. I don't know why you're hating on it, man. Because it's, it's so ridiculous. Good. I don't know. It just tastes so much better. It just tastes so good. It tastes like an actual dinner. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it tastes good. It tastes high quality, man. Shut up. High quality. That's what it tastes mm, like. Real, I really take the, taste the artisan pepperoni. And you the, do. And the homemade, you, oh, homemade marinara sauce. Your senses. Just, and then the the, woo, the crispy, flare. the crispy, flaky. And you don't get Italian much, crust. You don't get as much like flakes shit steam in my mouth. In the fuck, you know when you bite into a hot pocket, all the steam hits you in the mouth. And I almost burns. even taste the yeast. I can, I can taste the artisan hands. In the hot pocket, I can taste each handcrafted hot pocket. 
I can taste the prisoner's former crimes that rolled the Hot Pockets together. That's not true. Did you eat Hot Pockets growing up? No. Really? Yeah. I did so much that they're disgusting to me now. That makes sense. I always had Hot Pockets in my freezer. I always. Have. My, Turkey, my ham, thing was pizza, and no sticks. others because all the other ones are way worse. <laughs> Mine was fish sticks I didn't eat and fish ravioli. Here's my one... Okay, so... so like frozen fish I have one story and, about hot, hot cocoa. Chef Boyardee. Here's my one... Oh, Chef Boyardee. Don't even talk to me about that shit. I, 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 hate still, fresh, I, I fucking I hate love... Oh, I love That's it. my thing oh, that I grew shit, up with. I love, and oh, I hate... Shit, chef Joe. I hate you know what's, you know what's perfect? Yeah. You know what's perfect to make? What? Okay. Are you ready for me? Okay, you get... You get four pieces of whole wheat bread. Mm-hmm. Okay, you get That's a little... a lot of bread! Hold on. You get four pieces. Okay. On all four slices. Uh-huh. You put a little bit of mayo. Mm-hmm. Then you get some spicy brown mustard, mm-hmm. but just a dollop in each one, okay. and then you mix it with the mayo, okay? Okay. And then on each one, you put a piece of turkey, mm-hmm. and then a piece of cheese, and you mm-hmm. put it all together, and then you stack them on top of it, and you cut them in half. Mm-hmm. Diagonal, of course. I mean, we're not animals. Here. Yeah, fucking right. who cuts in? And then you squish vertically. them down, and then you move them to the outer edge of the plate, mm-hmm. and you get a bowl of ravioli chef brew ID. Oh my god, that sounds gross. You microwave it for one minute. And then you stop the microwave. You stir it up a little. You break yeah. apart the ravioli that's stuck together, and then you put it in for another 40 seconds, okay? Yeah. And you take that bowl of ravioli. You put it on your plate where you had put your sandwiches, uh-huh. and now there's four perfectly <laughs> triangled turkey sandwiches <laughs> enveloped, hold on, by a bowl. And uh-huh. then you walk over to your television set. Yeah. And then you take your turkey triangles. Yeah. You dip them in the Chef Boyardee, and you take the first bite. It's satisfying, but you then you know there's something even better. You take your the rest of that turkey triangle. Hold on, hold on. You take the rest of that turkey triangle. You open it up, and you take one ravioli, one yeah. drenched ravioli. You put uh-huh. it right into the turkey sandwich. Put it down. Put it in your mouth. You are satisfied for life. It is a baller on a budget fucking recipe. Maybe <laughs> we should come out with a cooking show like how to live fancy but poor. Baller on a budget. Baller on a budget. Oh, copyright, copyright. Don't take it. No, that's this that's been said. Baller it's, it's on a budget. Thing. No, budget ball, budgeting baller. But, oh, fuck. But it's, I would love to watch I've a cooking show of just, like, poor people. Okay, you got it. Just, like, the food that we gotcha. had to eat growing up, but, like, but fancified. How to... <laughs> and how to make it fancy and nice. <laughs> Yo, my one story about fish sticks is I had I almost had fish I almost had fish sticks once in my life. There was this kid <laughs> named Joel that lived. I can't wait to hear about this close call you had with fish sticks. There was this kid named Joel that lived on the corner. Always rode my bike, hung out with him on the corner. Yeah. And then me and Joseph eventually made friends with him. One time we hung out with him. We played like Final Fantasy sci fi in the basement, like fucking role playing, like fucking oh. nerds. It was lame. And we were hungry. Yeah. And we were like, yo, you got anything to eat? And he's like, I got fish sticks. And I was like, I've never had fish sticks. And I don't remember if Joseph has. I guess I'm not a good friend. Whatever. And. <laughs> Joseph, if you ever had fish sticks, please text us. Thank you. <laughs> Very important. You will immediately. Uh, we fish sticks went into the microwave. Yeah. The fish sticks finished cooking, and we were staring at the microwave because we were waiting for them for two, three, four minutes, right? As soon as he opened the microwave, a cockroach came out of the microwave. Yeah. <gasps> I've never eaten fish sticks. That's gross. I can't. That had nothing to do with the fish sticks. That was your friend's house. I don't care. There's cockroaches in the microwave because it's warm. <laughs> it's gross. It came out of the microwave. That's gross. And not like it, we we missed it going in. Yeah. And we only saw it coming out. Because it was probably inside. Like it came from the outside. It cooked. crawled in. It cooked in the microwave. It did? It had to, dude. No. It can survive a nuclear 
Microwaves are. If it crawled are, out, it's alive. Microwaves are enclosed. You can't get inside. You said it crawled out. No, no, from There's the fence, place where the though. food is. You can crawl in the fence. Are, don't microwaves have to be enclosed? They're fucking microwaves. Those are like radiation. Yeah, that's why you're not supposed to be near them when they're on. Everyone watches the popcorn pop. That's how. That's why everyone has cancer. You never watched the popcorn pop, dude? How are you not supposed to watch the popcorn pop? Stepped... It says it on the instructions. You watch the popcorn no, pop. My microwave is located in the basement in a steel box. We live in the same home. That is not true. <laughs> that is not you true. You don't know about my hideout, Nick. You know about my hideout. I go in my hidey hole and you and I microwave. You already established you don't use the microwave. That's how scared I am. You waited for a half an hour for your goddamn cockpit watching you through the microwaves. The government don't care about no toaster ovens, okay? Toaster ovens. You don't even know about my toaster oven, dude. It's my my true my true voice is coming out. I have to hide. I thought you said your Drew voice, and I was like, I was like, Drew. That sounds something like Drew. Yeah, guys, my oh, that's a little like Drew, I guess. Little little broy, but like kind of cool. That's how that was how that's how I describe. That's how he sounds in your head. How does it sound in your head? I don't want to talk about Drew that nobody else knows. So we just mentioned Joel, Joseph. I think we mentioned Andrew. Maybe Joseph that was before we started. We mentioned John before we started. All we, all this podcast is, is us mentioning our friends and justifying the fact we're bad friends and we never call them. That's, That's all we're doing. That's true. Podcast, that is all we're yeah. doing. Yeah. Hey, friends, listen to our podcast. We mentioned you. We're still friends, right? Great. Get us, <laughs> remember, we think, we think my, about this you. is when my birthday is. Thank you, Lincoln. <laughs> Think oh, about shit. you, uh, but we may not text you. Uh, oh my god! Okay. Yo, Loki, I still haven't gotten Joseph a birthday present. <laughs> I can't find the perfect one. I was on eBay last night, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's perfect. It's only four hundred dollars." Can you text him happy birthday at least? Yeah, I remember to do that this year. I didn't two years ago. I texted him. I, I felt like the worst. Like it was like you were third. You were right on that burgeoning of friendship where you're okay to text yeah, the, yeah, the, the yeah, day yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. In another about year, you won't be able to do yeah, that. Shit. Exactly. You yeah. guys are basically brothers, so you can't. Exactly. You have no excuse. Yeah, he's he's my he's we uh, 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 uh if I told people the story about how we explored our sexuality together, no one would be surprised. That's how close Joseph and I are together. <laughs> and next time he's a guest, we're gonna we're gonna hear that story on the podcast. Okay, guys, this episode is remember the beginning of the podcast when I tried to go right into it <laughs> and you made a joke and we talked about hot pockets for a half an hour. I remember this. This is your fault. This is typical. Everyone blames me on the reviews. Everyone blames me, but it's you two. (laughs) Today was all you. Yes, it was. I said, let's talk about Coco. And you're like, you're right. I'm about to talk about everything. Don't talk about the thing that we just spent a half hour talking about. Next. Don't go back. They remember or they skipped it to get to the to get to the fucking review. We should really start adding timestamps. <laughs> <laughs> the real podcast starts at 47 minutes, the and the person looks at it and it's like the podcast is only 50 minutes long. General, that must not be right. Let me listen to the whole thing to make sure. General for this podcast is Coco. I like it. And good night. You want to get right to it? Skip like the first 15, 20 minutes. Okay, so last week I gave you the challenge of watching. I don't even want to talk about Coco anymore. Disney Pixar animated master. I forgot it was was Pixar until the Pixar. Everything is Pixar now with Disney, pretty much. Because they bought it and they're like, we own you, do all the things. You're completely wrong. 
Pixar comes out with a movie a year, and all the other movies are not Pixar. Well, it's just like it's just the, <laughs> the reason, conquer. The reason really... I've, I've forgotten is because the last three Disney movie musicals, uh, Tangled, Frozen, and Moana, yeah, have almost been very similar to style wise because they use the same kind of three D animation. Yeah, like, Pixar definitely still has its own uh, specific way of doing things. Mm-hmm. But not enough that like it used to be, like from Toy Story and Lion King. Like that divide was way different than Moana and Coco. Yeah, well, that's because so I forgot. Yeah, until yeah. I saw and the Disney crawl. stopped doing like back then. Crawl. What am I saying? Crawl. Not Star Wars. Whatever. Logo. Uh, back then, three D animation kind of sucked, and and Pixar was at the height Sh- of it. Shut you know your mouth I mean? about Toy Story. Toy Story is a fucking joke. Okay, well, you know. Uh, Have you gone back? It still holds up. That's true, but it's mostly toys, so it doesn't matter if they're like. Oh, 100%. Shitty, you know? 100 percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's why they didn't have. That's why they're humans. geniuses. Yeah, it's they, like mm, they find work. They totally for it, try to do it, it with a real cowboy and a real astronaut, and they're like, "Why does it suck so much?" Yeah. And then someone's like, "Oh, it kind of looks like toys." Genius. John Lasseter was like, "Oh shit." Well, that's what always happens with Disney. Disney always right. finds workarounds and ways of doing things, and now that technology has advanced so much, you get beautiful movies. Like Coco, 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 Coco. Yo, I have, I have a lot to say. You tell me why you gave me this movie, though. I gave you this movie because Disney. Who did you see it with? When did you see it? How did you see it? Did you masturbate while seeing it? I hope not, because there are probably children in the theater. I okay, cool. You don't Uh, answer any of those questions. I'm not going to answer any of those questions. (laughs) You usually don't. I was. You usually in the don't. theater when I saw it, and it was a <laughs> shitty theater. Well, it was, I went to the AMC in Times Square, That's which guys, bad. I don't care if we get sued by AMC, <laughs> but it is the worst fucking theater. It's not of that all bad. time. It's it is the worst bad. theater I've ever been to. The seats are cum stained, but years of, of who's looking at the seats? Come, I don't do. look. You don't look. I look before I leap. It's the same reason why you don't look at the ingredients you on don't a hot look pocket. Where you put your ass? Where no. you sit down? You just put your ass. That's anywhere. why I wear pants. Well, your ass is has things to say, Nick. If your ass could talk, I'm like, why'd you sit me in this puddle, Nick? You look before you sit down, especially in New York City. You don't know what the fuck is where you, on the seat. You could be pissed. It could be like shit. It could be anything. Are you saying I have hemorrhoids because I don't look where I'm sitting? Probably. Hmm. You probably have hemorrhoids because you don't look where. Did you're I just sitting. give too much information to our fans? No, it's okay. Right, don't worry. Okay. Hey guys, <laughs> sponsored by Hemorrhoid Cream. <laughs> Uh, yo, I would take that. Life. I would take that sponsorship in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, and they'd be like, oh, we can really send you. Yeah, great, send it to me. We good. <laughs> we gooch. Don't even care if we get money. Just send me the cream. It's expensive. <laughs> I tell you, you got the thing. I tell you, you got, we got it. And I was like, oh, Nick, did it? Did it help with like the hosting fees? I was like, oh, oh no, no, no. They just sent me the cream. <laughs> would you like some? No, I don't have that more. Like, I guess I'm going to use it all. <laughs> what were you saying about Coco? Sponsored by Hemorrhoid Cream. Okay, so I saw it before they removed the um, Frozen Mini. Did you see the Frozen Mini before? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, lucky you. Because it is... It's long, right? It is long as shit. I think it was like 25 minutes. Something like that. Shut up! It was not it that was, long. So, so you I go didn't to realize see Coco. they took it. I forgot about it. I remember yeah. hearing about it, but it just occurred to me. I didn't see. You go it. to see Coco. They took it away. They took it away entirely. You didn't watch it. I watched it. So you go to see Coco. You spend twenty five minutes watching trailers. Then you spend twenty five minutes, fifty minutes before well, you get into the movie. Trailers are only twenty minutes. 
You spent tw- okay. I added five minutes for hyperbole. Yeah. So we don't you do watch that here. Twenty minutes of trailer. <laughs> this is not try this. And then you watch another twenty minutes of the fucking short. And so forty minutes, you, you don't even get to watch the movie. Just forty minutes before the movie even starts, you're just sitting there in the theater. You don't like Olaf though. There was five fucking songs <laughs> in the time span of twenty minutes. That's nuts. In that the Olaf, there was, it was there was five fucking songs. Really? In the short, yes, there, there were. should be one. I counted exactly. It Maybe should be a, a short, not a full length fucking episode or some oh. shit. How was it though? It was pretty bad, <laughs> Nick. I, I hate to be honest with you. you and you bad. like Frozen, so I it's like not like Frozen. it's not I'm like not, I not hate Olaf. It's I'm like not a hater of Frozen. You, you probably saw him and you're like, oh, this is gonna be cute. I thought it was, and gonna then be it cute just didn't shit. stop. I thought it was gonna be cute as shit. It was gonna be like five, maybe ten minutes, and I was gonna enjoy been it, it, and then never watch it again, never think about it again. Oh, you know, what was really good the short on the last Pixar movie that um every short before okay. this short, Nick. <laughs> every short before this short. Wait, that's not is even better. Pixar. Than we didn't this. get a Pixar short. No, we got a fucking Disney Frozen. Oh short. shit. That's lame. Stupid. We always get a Pixar short. Stupid. Any most of the time when people are like Disney, blah blah blah, Monopoly, blah blah blah, yeah. money mongering, blah blah blah. I'm usually like, no, whatever. They're just doing business. No, but I, this is the first time where I'm like, I agree 100 percent with the statement that Disney is a corp- a, a monster corporation with its hands and everything. It's a fucking Monopoly, but they haven't wronged me so far. So like, whatever. <laughs> but I'm not gonna deny the fact they 100 percent are that, but they 100 percent stake their money making capabilities on the fact that they're good natured. Yeah. So even if they have malintent with their good natureness, they're still putting good nature things forward. So I guess you know there's worse ways yeah. to have good things. Yeah. Unless they're the reason that Marvel never gets like interesting villains, really, except for like one or two. I like Baron Zemo. That's, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully thanos is interesting we'll see what happens um but then did you see the theory that how how he's so purple at the first thing and now he's not barely purple that he's like he's dying oh so like they put all his things back to back and he's yeah. you see we've seen him like four times the first time he's like purple like a yeah. plum yeah. and now he's like almost pink and it looks like he's fading yeah i and think it was just Having to design him over the years. No, but but wouldn't it be he's dying? Like that makes sense. That's why he's you know that would be cool. All out war at the end trying to get. The Russo brothers. I mean, the Russo brothers did some war, and that one was really good. Yeah, that was really good. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, but I gave you this movie because. But we didn't did really good for the first Avengers and the second one sucks. Coco, Coco. So I give you this movie. Well, Disney has a. So I saw. Okay, I gotta get back. <laughs> you saw, you a little saw bit. like me. I know. Backtrack a little bit. Rub it off. I saw uh, Olaf's crazy twenty-five minute adventure. No, no, no. I saw uh, Big Hero Six around the time I told the story on the podcast. I think, but they, my mom had told me my brother died. No, no, but he hold wasn't on. actually. Don't, dead. don't anecdotally tell the story. Tell me the story. Oh my god! Because some of these people haven't been here from the beginning. It's okay, a good story. so here's the story. Be, be Big, fast about it. Big Hero Six came out. Uh. And yeah, wouldn't that suck if I wasn't recording? Period. That would suck. God, I am. Period. I, am, uh, I forgot uh, to check. <laughs> and around the time, uh, I was, uh, my brother was living with my mom, and I was on my way to work one day, and then she calls me screaming and crying. I'm like, Mom, what's wrong? And she's like, Your brother's dead! And I was like, Because he played music. What? I was making no. a reference to the movie. <laughs> and I was like, what, what do you mean, Mom? Matthew's dead? And then she was like, 
yeah, your brother's dead. And she was, she was like crying. And like, I was like freaking out and like my heart sunk. And like, I just, oh my God, I experienced my brother's death. And then I was like, mom, I have to get on the train. I'm going <laughs> I to work. Experienced I did. I did. And then I, I went to work and it was just like, I, on the train, she was like, I, I just don't know where he is. I don't know what's going on. I haven't heard from him in like three days. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, okay, I went home. I'm sorry, I went on the train and I was like trying not to cry, but tears were like coming out and I was like holding it and just tears were streaming down my face the whole train ride to work. I got to work. I wiped my face up a little bit and I told my boss like, hey, like something, <clears throat> I'm having a family emergency. I don't know what's going and, on. And like the real kind. But like I might have kind. to leave. And like, I'm not going and to she was like, Yeah. So she was like, I understand. And so like, I was texting my mom and I was like, I called my mom again and she was, I was like, mom, what happened? She said, your brother didn't come home last night and he has been home for the past couple of days. I don't know where he is. And I was like, okay, so he's not dead. And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, okay, well, that's better than saying that he's dead. Don't start off a phone call telling me that my brother is dead, who I'm very, very, very close with. <laughs> And I love to death. I, I'd like to think that's how you phrase it to your mother, too. Yeah. Like, Mom, I'm very close with my brother. <laughs> Please don't tell me he's Me and dead. Matthew are tight. Okay, Mom? <laughs> and then later on, they find him. It turns out he was just, like, drunk, and, and he was just got home late. <laughs> that's it. That's it. He's the story just, like, doesn't make Matthew sound great. <laughs> he's a good dude. He's a great dude. He just got home late from partying and hanging out, and that was it. He was and he got adult. robbed, so he, he didn't have his cell phone on him. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like... A whole bunch of shit happened to him that night that, like, led him to not come home. And my mom just over-exaggerated it. talking about theft, another story is precipitated by the same inciting event, Coco! It's true. But to, I was going to tell the story just because, like, that happened and then I saw Big Hero 6 and Big Hero 6, spoilers, the brother dies. And then in this movie, spoilers for Coco, my grandma just passed away, like, not that long ago. Yeah. A few months ago. And then I saw this movie, and there's a lot of, like, family connections surrounded around the abuela. Mm -hmm. And, like, it just it hit me so hard. And I love this movie, and I cried, and it was just a beautiful, beautiful movie overall. And that's why I wanted you to experience it, too. Disney loves killing grandmas. They did it here. They did it in Moana. Oh, shit. They did it in, I'm sure, something else that Only I don't know about. Only old minority grandmas. <laughs> oh, yeah, they don't yeah. kill. They don't kill. Uh, well, it's strange because uh, I'm glad you. I'm grandmas. glad you said it like that because I feel like the old wise brown grandma is like totally a thing. Yes, we can say this because we're Hispanic, by the way, for our viewers. <laughs> Just want to clarify. Uh, yeah, I'm saying brown with like. A little bit of a wink and a nod. Because I'm allowed to. <laughs> I know, I just want to clarify the, um, that. But, like, the old sage grandma, that's always been something that, every time you put in something, it was also in In the Heights. Yeah, uh, uh, well, because grandmas are, like, a very important thing to They They pass on the stories, families. you know? Yeah, especially yeah. Hispanic families. Because with Hispanic families in particular, their connection to our culture, their connection to the old world, because a lot of times your grandma was the last relative that came from wherever you're from, Puerto Rico, Mexico, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And so a lot of times they're that link that, that connects you to your culture. Growing up, my great-grandma was still around... Too, and she was a lot like Coco, like super old, yeah, super, just kind of sat in a chair. But then every once in a while would show like a big amount of light, and it was crazy because she, my family was really big on that side of the family. Yeah. Like she had like twelve kids, they all had like twelve kids. She has like 
I'm her great grandson, and she probably has over a hundred great grandchildren. Wow! And she knows them all. Yeah, like a, a, by name at least. Well, she did when she, when I was a, a kid, kid. Yeah, you know. Uh, but it's I, I I associated family. I I I was right there with you. Yeah. Like right off the bat. Like I I loved how. Right off the bat, it's like family, 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 family. family. Yeah, and, and look, it didn't feel like it was shoved yeah. down my throat. It didn't feel. It, it felt. Did. It felt. It felt super natural. Cause, yeah. Cause I, while I'm not like this with my immediate family, mm-hmm. I know that it's something we don't have because of fallacies with my family. But culture wise, I see it there, like underlined, yeah. and and I know you can relate the same way. Yeah, like, and it's and it's not just like we're Puerto Rican and and. This is a movie about like Mexico, but I mean, honestly, and it's most, the same thing. Most so. people think we're Mexican anyway, so like, who cares? <laughs> Once you tell someone here Hispanic, the only thing they'll remember is that you're Mexican. But like, there's a crust, right? There's yeah, a, there's, a, there's a crust underneath. That's that's definitely. But the there's same. like a, a overall cultural connection. One hundred percent. And family is a big part of that. Of growing, of family growing up on a farm. Like we are, we are removed from the farm. We're only like a generation removed from the farm. Yeah. Maybe you too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like my. Me too. Yeah, I'm too. My grandmother came to the states from Puerto Rico Same, yeah. to farm because they were farmers, you know. And I think that's I think that's why like I don't know the Polish kid down the street yeah. is isn't quite the same because he's probably like four or five generations removed from Maybe like not. Who, farming. Yeah, yeah. You know, who knows? But yeah, it's well. It's I, I said Polish because that was my hometown. We were Polish and Puerto Ricans. That was oh, okay. the, those were the two. That was like I knew that kid. You know, Got that's it. why. Yeah. 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 I was like, the Polish is so specific. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I know, it is. It totally is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this movie, it's it's one interesting thing is that the main character's name is Miguel, and it's not actually Coco. I, you know, like, Coco I, I 100% assumed it was Coco. The great grandmother. Yeah. I love that. I loved that so, it was her name. Because it shows, like, the focus is on family. The focus is on her. 100%, yeah. And her kind of story, and Miguel discovering her story, and through that, discovering the story of his family. If this wasn't Pixar, it would have probably been called Miguel. Or it probably would have been called. The magic guitar, or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it would have been called the land of the dead pie guitars, or yeah, like yeah, something, yeah, something real stupid. dumb. Yeah. But like Pixar just has this way of taking something. That's why I think I I think Pixar's are so strong. Yeah. Like Inside Out, Toy Story, like all these movies. The reason they're so successful and great and poignant is they're able to take a theme, like a story, to like its brass barest bones and like mm. simple. Yeah. You know, like. Toy Story is about finding your place. You know, Inside Out is about coming to terms with your yeah. emotions. This movie is about family. It's like yeah. it breaks it down to these simple, simple themes mm-hmm. that everyone in the family can enjoy. Yeah, and it, it, I find that interesting because I, I find that sometimes that's a criticism with, like, reviewers about movies. Oh, really? Uh, and, and Disney and oh, Pixar movies. Yeah. They'll say that, like, it's simple. But it's that's what it be. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a family movie and to make something simple but also very elegant I think is is a hard thing it's to do. It's the hardest thing to do. And Disney manages to do it yeah. a lot. It's specifically Pixar. Yeah. You know, um, like, they're a studio, and we aren't talking about Pixar sequels, because that's from the Disney machine. Like, we're yeah. talking about John Lasseter having started that. I, that's the name of the guy that founded it, right? I don't know. I think it's. I think that's the name of the guy that started it. He, he founded it, 
it was, from, it was supposed to be like a computer company, and then they just realized they could tell stories, and then they just told good stories, and then Disney bought them later. Mm-hmm. But like that's that's why somewhere like, in there, Steve Jobs was involved, and like there was so many other things going on in terms of the computer world. Of yeah. yeah, yeah, Steve Jobs, blah blah blah, all that shit. He um that they like took story back to its basics, and I feel yeah. like that's where they're always trying to go back to, and you can tell. Yeah, and I think this movie is. I think it's. I this is one of my favorite Disney movies of all time, like including not just Pixar, but including Disney and Pixar. It's I need I need to watch it again, and this really? is why because I'll be honest. At first, and I was I it started and it was going, yeah, and I was like that was a pretty good movie, but there's it all comes together by the end, like yeah. so good yeah. that I was blown away by the end, right. Like it starts, but off but simple. starting off, and I'm like, oh, this is fun. Oh, this is cute. Oh, that's a good moment. Yeah. And I was, but I was like, ready to be like, but this, but maybe this, but maybe, yeah. but then they, then they they fix it. They get it all in like I this know. neat they little do some bow. Twists and turns. And oh my god, it's, it's, well, it's, well, it's we won't say it quite yet because I want to really get to it and yeah. really talk about that moment. But, but this is the third act reveal that yeah. blew my mind hole. Yeah, <laughs> and to have to have payoff like that in the movie, it requires a simple movie building. Like this? Yeah. And and a lot of Disney movies in general, whether they they take time, they don't take time to build lore and history of the world sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas this movie did, so that way, whether or not you are Mexican, whether or not you have this culture, yeah. you can understand it. And they do a great job of building this world and building the the history of this family. Like well, it's funny that it's funny movie, that you mentioned that because I feel like Moana did the same thing, and it was the two ethnic movies. Of the past yeah, exactly. Two years. But uh, <laughs> but when you watch this movie, the world feels lived in already, and not oh, a yeah. lot of movies do that. They feel new. It feels mm-hmm. like you're experiencing this thing too for the first yeah. time. Whereas this feels like it's been there, and you're walking in on it. Yeah, and it, and it, and it's and it's such a simple concept, like Diaz de los Muertos and uh your loved ones visiting you and putting up their pictures and all this tradition and all this like all the rules of the mythology of the world are super simple yeah like, and i bought it right away like i mm-hmm. i i wasn't a it wasn't a like what oh so i can't go back to the world of living that's dumb like it all made super it was super simple yeah. and it made sense like and the way they set it up where okay so miguel is with his family they're like never play music because your great granddad did music your great great granddad did music and he, he abandoned ruined, us and he abandoned <laughs> us so we make shoes and never do magic music and he's like okay and yeah. then he goes and hides in this little place and plays music and yeah, he has an addict where he like yeah, yeah. hides and worships uh de la, i forgot something de la cruz ernesto de la cruz i think so and um ernesto de la cruz. and he worships this uh guitarist yeah. and like loves Which, him and that, has like a little shrine to him in and of itself that's beautiful because he learns how to play just watching his movies I know, like that's so cute. Like, it's so cute cool. Moment, you I know. know what I mean? It's like, wow, I should have been better at life. This kid's great. I know that he, <laughs> he deserves to be successful. <laughs> I know. I was like, I want him to play. Music. Like even from that little scene, you want him to succeed. You're like, please play music forever. You're gonna be famous. Mm-hmm. I love you, Miguel. <laughs> so then he wants to go play at, uh, at some. Uh, I don't remember, like talent show or something. So, but but his family like they destroys were having his a, a village talent show. He just destroys his guitar. Yeah. Um. Says you can't do that, and he gets really upset, and he goes to the shrine of Ernesto de la Cruz mm-hmm. and steals the guitar, and that's the beginning of the movie. Yeah. That's when, uh, he stealing a dead person's thing when we're supposed to when the dead people are supposed to come take our things. Yes. It is like 
it contradicts the tradition. So he goes to the land of the dead, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Yeah, I like that rule. Yeah. That was like and, cool. and super simple because also the solution was super simple, right? Yeah, because he got there, his his old relatives that were dead found him. And were like, Miguel, what are you doing here? Yeah, we need to get you back. And, and it was so easy to get back. The yeah, movie and they're like, great grandma minutes. knows how to do it. Yeah, and they went to see great grandma. Took five minutes to get there, and they were like, great great grandma. Yeah, and mama. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love that it's like mama and papa. Yeah, for grandma and grandpa. I yeah. love one of my favorite things in the world. And I'm so fa- I'm so upset my family doesn't do it. Uh-huh. Is when a grandparent has a name that's not grandma or grandpa. Mm. Um, abuelita, mama, papa. Yeah. Um, I had an ex, and her grandmother's name was Gibby. Get Giz. It was something stupid and weird. Yeah. But I love that so much. When I have a grandkid, I'm gonna be like, you can call me Coco. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so but no, but but to, to, that that's like a sense of family and, and yeah, like my family does that. And like a lot yeah. of people have nicknames. Like I had a cousin, and we like everyone called him Papi Chulo, and I was like, I refuse to call my cousin Papi Chulo. That's right. Please tell me his name. And they're like, it's Papi, call him Papi Chulo. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah. And I just never talked to him for the rest of my life. Well, it sucks because I'm one generation away from that too. Because my aunts and uncles all had names. It was Tato Tita, Tata, My mother's name is Tita. You know, uh-huh. that's, that's her name, you know, her name's Aracellus, but everyone, she introduces herself as Tita, you yeah. know, and that's so cool, but I'm like one generation away, so I don't get a nickname. Um, I'm so upset. My nickname is, uh, Gano, which is after like this albino person because I'm so white. That's true, right? I yeah, feel like you've yeah, told me that. Yeah, yeah, I told you that's it's true. Like, it's not what a joke. Is it? What is it? It's Cano. Cano? Yeah. Can you say it with a little Cano. Spanish? Okay. It's Cano. Hey, my name is Cano. 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 <laughs> no, it's Cano. Cano. Yeah. I like that. And that's my true. grandma calls me Canito. Oh, yeah. Um, so they find uh, Mama, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh," I, and then they're like, "You just got to give your blessing." So she picks up a leaf, uh, uh, or a, yeah, a leaf, and she's like, "Oh, okay, you have my blessing." And then and that's how it gets back. It's super simple. Yeah. But the whole crust of the story is like, "All right, you can go back, but never play music again." He's like, "What? No." And then he runs away and tries to find his great great grandpa to give him his blessing. Yes, and so he, super simple. Yes, like, and so he makes the like connection the rules because... are that that's the. That's where I feel like so many movies and and TV and books like fail is the rules aren't set up in a nice concise clear like magicians. Yeah. It was a really interesting show, cool concept. It's like modern day Harry Potter with like pretty people. It should work better, but I hate watching the show because the rules are so not established. Mm. Somebody does like the, one weird hand motion and they can summon like a rainstorm that destroys everything, and then someone does like sixteen intricate hand things, and then like a stone moves. <laughs> it was the same problem with like the the last Airbender, the movie. Like yeah. the rules just didn't make sense. Yeah. They were like, oh, no one can actually create fire, and then someone just does, and it's like, well, like you gotta like, yeah, like, establish something. Yeah. But this movie does it so beautifully, like, it does. right off the bat. And the whole thing with the with uh, Miguel discovering, he has a torn picture of his grandfather. Oh yeah, and yeah, so yeah, he yeah. sees the guitar, and it's. Ernesto de la Cruz's guitar, so he's like, that's my grandfather, and I have to go find him once he's in the world. I was so upset at the beginning because the trailers... See, this is... Trailers fuck things up. Trailers fuck things up. Because the trailers make it like... The trailers... The trailers say it almost like it's a mystery box. Mm -hmm. Like who his great-great-grandpa was. Yeah. And you know as the audience, because we've seen enough movies, oh, it's obviously going to be Ernesto. Yeah. But like... It's it's set up as if it's one of the mysteries of the movie. 
But so yeah, I, he knows in the first five minutes. Well, I didn't know that. So I was thrown off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was I, like, I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, that was easy. I thought that's what this movie was about. And it wasn't at all. Yeah. So it took me like 20, 30 minutes to be like, to get back into it because I was yeah. like, wait, then what's the point of the movie? <laughs> I thought the point of the movie was finding out that it came from music and music was important. <laughs> what is this movie? And then it took me on a cute ride and a couple cute things happened. But then everything started like piecing in, like yeah. click, 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 click all the pieces. And I'm like, yeah. oh, whoa, 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 whoa. This is really great. And little by little, as he's going through this journey and running from his family and trying to find Ernesto de la Cruz, mm-hmm. he runs into um, that guy. Hector. 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 And... Just, a random, just a random skeleton. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. All this talking was to me to get to this moment when I was trying to establish how simple the, the, yeah, the thing yeah. is. Uh, when Miguel is first coming into the line of the dead... They just kind of shift the camera a little, and there's just... It seems like it's almost just a funny moment. Yeah. Where there's a skeleton that can't get in. Yeah! He's dressed like Frida. Frida Kahlo. Mm-hmm. And he can't quite get in, because no one put his picture up. And it seems like it's just a sad, funny way of establishing the rules. Yeah! But then it, he ends up being the most important character in the whole thing. Yeah! And it was, was beautiful. Just the way they did that was just really beautiful. Like you said, hey, let's use this as a comedic moment, and let's also establish the rules of the world. But also... This guy's going to be important. He's yeah. not just comedic relief. Also introduced Frida. Yeah. Who ends up being super important too. You know, she comes back like three, four yeah. times. And the amount of like Spanish, like cultural things are in this movie, or uh, Hispanic, cultural things are in this movie, and Hispanic like actors that were in this movie. The guy from Jane the Virgin is in this movie. Uh, Jamie Camille or whatever. I love him so much. <laughs> I wish. I The only reason. I wish they were in the land of the living longer. Was, so so he could have been more because he was he was the dad. Yeah, he was Miguel's dad, and his parents get kind of short shifted. <laughs> <laughs> they do. And, yeah, they don't get a lot of screen um, time. But but we didn't I, even talk about the beginning where like the grandma is like aggressive and uh, like I started taking notes a little and I was like, oh, she took off her shoe and threw to someone. I was like, my grandma took off her shoe yes. all the time. Oh my god, yeah. all the time. The way that like, happened. She would, she, dead now, get a shoe. It's like, come on, yeah. Get, did you get a pop out? Yeah. Did you get a pop out? Yeah. It's, it's like, do you, you want me to hit you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just so funny because it's like. They did their Disney always does their research. I think with these kinds of 100%. movies, they and know they like, have to. Yeah, they know they're run by they big, do. powerful white guys. Exactly, and they know that they have to take the time. And I think yeah. this movie feels like that too. It feels like they took the time to understand the culture. The, the Spanish grandma throwing her chancleta, like that's so fucking her sandal. That's fucking awesome. And some people are gonna see them be like, "Oh, that's a funny moment," but we're gonna see them be like. That is 100% accurate. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to see like... <laughs> that's wow, exactly... That is factually yep, that, accurate. That is, it's, like, yep. it's like when someone watches a history... A history buff watches a history movie. They're like, yeah. oh, yes, that is factually accurate. John Adams did do that. <laughs> like, it, that's what we're having. We're like, we see a bullet throwing your chocolate. We're like, yes, that is 100% factually accurate. Yes. <laughs> it also has homing missile. It can guide and hit us wherever... Whatever corner we turn. Yeah. You know? So, Miguel starts on this journey of trying to find Ernesto de la Cruz. To try to get his blessing because he knows he's his great great grandpa, mm-hmm. uh, and Hector uh, finds him along the way, and he's like, "Hey, I know Ernesto. I can bring you to him, but I need you to put my picture up when you go back to the land of the living because I'm being forgotten." And they kind of like hint at it, but then as the movie goes on, they explain what that really means, and they have this beautiful, real nice moment where they um, Hector takes him to like the shady shady part. Of the land of the law, the land of the, the dead, and yeah. it's like, what's this? And he's like, these are the people that are almost forgotten, that they have no family to remember them, they have no stories to tell. And and he's fu- and he goes in there and he calls everyone cuz and uncle and yeah, aunt. yeah. And he's like, oh, this is all your family. And he's like, 
well, no, none of us have family, so we just kind of was like, oh, that's that was so sweet. That's yeah, I was like, oh shit, that was that's real Hispanic too. I know, everyone, everyone's cousin. everyone's family. Yeah, yeah, it's true. There's so many fucking it's weird. people in like your family a... who are just like relatives, and you're like, oh, how how are they? My relative. They just were hanging out nearby. And oh my god, I had, a, I had I had an uncle growing up. An uncle, um, it's it chicken ha- thing, chicken thing. I had an uncle chicken thing. He was uncle chicken thing. He's just a friend of the family. <laughs> but growing up for years and years, I thought it was an uncle, and I hated him because he was weird, he was a weird random guy. His name's chicken thing, which means like rat or something. It's <laughs> some weird, stupid nickname. Yeah, but he's just a friend of the family. It, it happens all the time. So, but anyway, he goes there. Um, and they have to get Miguel a guitar because they're gonna get a guitar to go to the talent show to win to win a uh, invitation to the party where Ernesto is. Yes. Right? So they need a guitar. Let's deploy. Obviously, it's the MacGuffin for mm-hmm. a hot second. And they go to this old guy, and he's like, "Leave me alone! I don't want anything." <laughs> he's like, no, I brought you a shot. And he's like, "I don't have a lot of time left." And they're like, what, "What's going on?" And he's like. Play me a song, and I'll let you have the guitar. Yeah. And then you find out Hector's a musician, which is a super great moment. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, shit. And then he plays this beautiful song, and the old guy just fades Dies. away. Yeah. yeah. That's so And Miguel's sad. like, what happened? And he's like, he's gone. Where? No one knows. I know. <laughs> no one remembers him anymore. In a movie about, like... The dead to have death in it. I don't know. Like it's it seems it obvious, handles death right? so well. But in it this does movie. such a good job. There's a lot of deaths in the movie because like, yeah. it's about death. Yeah. But it's like it handles it well and does a good job. And it also like, shows like if you remember your loved ones like that. It's not it, the whole uh, one big lesson of it is you remember your loved ones even after they pass. They're not really dead. Yeah. Like that's such a good concept. And it's hard to teach kids. Yeah. And this movie did it great. But that's literally what Dia de los Muertos is. And this movie fucking did an amazing job of portraying that. Well, I don't actually know a lot about Dia de los Muertos. It's just basically celebrating the dead and like remembering them fondly and not Mm -hmm. like mourning them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why you bring gifts and that's why you do everything. That's why you throw a party. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so that's cool and this movie does a good job of showing that that theme of Dia de los Muertos yeah because it could have just been like be sad someone died you know what I mean they could have just <laughs> well a lot of movies do that really a lot yeah. of movies do that death is you know? generally sad but like this is this is a movie I'm going to show my kids when they're like asking questions about death like this yeah. is like like god forbid when my mother passes away and they're sad their grandmother dies this is what i'm gonna sh- this is what we're gonna watch yeah you know? this is what i'm gonna remind them what we watched and like well it's 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 like that movie it's like coco you know mm-hmm. it, we remember them they'll, they'll they'll be here with us because i'm not spiritual i don't believe in heaven and hell yeah. and the afterlife and all that stuff but i totally believe in stories yeah. you know i believe in the magic of storytelling and stories i've talked about it before in the yeah, podcast with, like um, ocean at the end of the lane yeah. Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. It's it's the, th- the thinking and thought and remembrance is yeah is magic in and of itself. Yeah, and like remembering your family is so important. And this movie does so well. Um, yes. So Coco uh, is what were you gonna say? I want to talk about Hector. You know the name oh, yeah, of the actor? Uh, who is Hector? Uh, Gael Garcia Bernal. Have you seen him in anything before? No, I haven't seen him. He's in so good. He's in um, Mozart of the Ju- Mozart He's of the very Jungle. Handsome. Mozart in the Jungle, the Amazon series. I haven't watched that. Um, the show itself is kind of dumb because it's about high-end orchestra of New York City. Mm-hmm. But it's all to like show these characters and show you New York City. and uh, like In and of itself, the show's premise is a little weak. But 
him, he's the charismatic guy they brought in from Mexico to run the orchestra now that the old fart has like retired. Yeah. And he has all these new age ideas about about family and things like that. Mm-hmm. He is so good, dude. You have to watch the show. I would give it to you as a challenge, but I don't quite like it that much. That's fair. But I love him. You should watch it just to see him thriving. He's such a good actor. Um, and he's so good in this movie. Like He's, he is, does a great job. Every Everyone oh, in the movie is great, but Hector, you know. I really enjoyed. He was funny and like, yeah, he but, pulled every moment that he needed to pull. Like He mm-hmm. did a great job portraying But him. he was also like super reserved. Like At first, you think he's just a stupid little guy, and but slowly yeah. you find out he's super wise, and slowly you find out he's super talented, and slowly you find out... What? Do you find out, Nick? Okay, so Miguel finally gets to Ernesto, right? Yeah. After... Running away from spirit animals. Yeah. From messing with Frito Kahlo. And then from... he's like, I'm your grandson. And then Ernesto like, fucking is like. He's like, I have a grandson? Yeah. Yeah. yeah! yeah! Everybody celebrates. It's a big grandson. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's awesome. And you're like. Oh, and there's that great moment where he fucking. Uh, Miguel, to get his attention to the party because it's a giant fucking party, yeah. sings a song. Yeah. And jumps up on the banister. I can't believe we haven't and... even mentioned the music in this movie. Oh but like God. every fucking song is beautiful it's and so great. Good. And just and like, natural. And super like. Yeah. And real. Yeah. And it just all feels like amazing. Like part yeah. of the world. Mm-hmm. And just. And I think. Um, oh my God. I don't even know. What's the name of the fucking kid that's fucking Miguel? He kills it. He's oh, so, so good. He's. He sings these songs and Miguel was oh fucking God. Anthony Gonzalez. He's very good. He was so good. I hope he grows up and has like fucking an amazing career because same. He is amazing. Mm-hmm. Coco yeah. he did such a great job. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he'll do just as good as Jake Paul. <laughs> Disney really does well with your kids. <laughs> oh man, I guess that's one big failure, Disney, huh? Rest in peace, rest in peace, to Jake Paul. Well, he's not really. He wasn't already an adult. He's not like he didn't grow up in Disney. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. It's different. Right, because, like, Hilary Duff is doing great, and, like... Hilary Duff is doing great. She's doing okay now, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like she had a moment there where she, like, really Lindsay was Lohan close to going the great. other way. <laughs> so, <laughs> she, he gets to Ernesto, uh, but he had gotten upset with Hector, and he, uh, he left him. But then Hector shows back up, and he's like, you promised to give my picture. And he's, like, literally starting to fade just the way the old guy was, like someone's yeah he's being forgotten and and you find out him and ernesto knew each other they were friends yeah Erne- ernesto's all his music was written by hector yeah and he and the whole time partners and hector's um nickname was is chorizo because <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. choked on a chorizo yeah yeah <laughs> when he died and, and everyone fi- makes fun of him throughout the movie little jokes here and there yeah yeah because yeah. he's this random forgotten They're guy like, Haha, you choked on a chorizo <laughs> but you find out in this moment, uh, Miguel actually finds figures that out because of one of his movies. Because I guess he, Ernesto put in his movie as like a kind of a little he confession. He put the same fucking plot of the murder. Yeah. That, that happens a lot did. though. That happens a lot yeah. when people make movies. Um, he killed Hector because he was going to leave them, go back to the hometown and take his songs with them. Yeah. And Ernesto knew he couldn't do it himself. So exactly. he killed them to take his songs. So then there's this Crazy. moment where it's like, Miguel's great grandpa is a fucking murderer. I know. Oh my god! So his half his family doesn't want him to do his music, but and the other half is way worse because yeah. he's a murderer. It's it's so funny because and then like he literally is about to murder Miguel by keeping yeah. him from going back because he's scared he will tell everyone the lie of his yeah. life. So he throws him in a lake to die. And Hector 
And then they're both there, and it's super like, oh my god. And I'm reeling at this moment from like, yeah. I don't know what to think now. Because this whole movie, we're putting Ernesto on a pedestal. Yeah. You know? This whole time, yeah, you're right. You, this whole movie, Ernesto's up here, and then we're fighting for Miguel. You're like, yeah. Miguel, you're right. Love music. Be part of music. Yeah. Discover, fuck the rest of your yeah, family. Yeah, fuck your family. They don't know what's what. Yeah. Ernesto's the way to go. And then you and then find, it's like, oh, oh no, Ernesto's you should have took that blessing. Yeah, oh my you're god. Like, oh, fuck, go back. Your family just Make loved you. Shoes, they just loved Make you. Oh my shoes. god. You got a cobble, dude. You got a cobble. And then. Give up music. And then, as Hector is being sad about fading, he mentions Coco. And then you remember early in the movie that Coco's suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's. Yeah. And she's forgetting things. And you're like, wait, Coco's his daughter. Wait, Hector is Miguel's great-great-grandpa. Yeah. Wait, oh my god, and this moment blew my mind. <laughs> like, and it all felt like pop, yeah. pop, like yeah. all the pieces just fell. Yeah. Like, perfectly. It fit perfectly. And it's when like that... when the dominoes topple over and then yeah. they make a picture. Yeah, you know? no, it's I like a like, perfect buildup. Like yeah. they're building up to this moment, and and it's kind of subverting you. And you're like, okay, I, mm. I mean, I, I don't know what's happening, but I, I, you're right there, believing everything, yeah. believing all of the lies of the movie, yeah. following that path. Because they and set up Ernesto the as this big thing, and you're like, yeah. obviously, it's true. Yeah. Oh my god. And if you say you saw that coming, fuck you. You didn't see this shit coming. <sighs> and, it, <laughs> and, and, and and I believe that some people might have. Yeah. But your life sucks because you don't enjoy movies. <laughs> I hate when people do that shit. I know. Oh, it's so obvious. I saw that coming. But what, how was it? Well, then you weren't the watching. Movie, then you, you weren't watching the movie. Yeah. you idiot. Yeah, we're being so harsh. We're being harsh. <laughs> well, whatever. This movie's great. Lot. We're friends with a lot of like. Well, we're not friends with them, but we've had a lot of people in our lives who were like harsh critics of things and like of everything. And you're like, why are you like this? Yeah, it's like stop being you like can, that. You Enjoy can like it, but life. like. Yeah, you should go in like wanting to, you know, oh like yeah. try every once in a while, and it happens every once in a while. Like, like we disagreed about Star Wars. Yeah, but like I know you don't go to every movie and you're waiting for it to fail because yeah. it doesn't happen too often with you. Yeah, Usually, yeah. you're like that was really good. Yeah, you know, like me, I, I'm even worse than you are though because I'm like it was great. It was the best thing ever. I went in and I wanted to be happy and I was happy. I don't understand <laughs> why you weren't happy. Like, I realize I take it to the extreme the other way, yeah. but people that take it to the other extreme the other way are just the most obnoxious, I know, I miserable know. people of the world. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you don't like movies. This movie, hopefully, cuts through that and will make everyone happy. So he's the great-grandpa. Hector, yeah, it's revealed that Hector is... Oh my god. And he, <laughs> and, he and Remember Me, the song that's been <laughs> repeatedly coming up as kind yeah. of Ernesto's biggest hit, Yeah, he sings it at that moment because he used to sing it to Coco, and you're like, oh my god. I know, I know. Dude, I cried. I, I, oh, fuck yeah, dude! How do you cried. not cry in this movie? Everyone cried. cries. I fucking Especially cried. Especially in the last ten minutes. And then they flash back to her, him singing it to his little daughter. And I she's know! so fucking cute! She's so she's cute! cute. Oh, oh like, babies always get me. Yeah. But you put a fucking brown baby in the screen. <laughs> I am fucking done, dude. I am done. So, like, I'm a lighter-skinned um, Puerto Rican with my brother-in-law. Yeah. It's a super dark yeah. Puerto Rican. So, all my nieces and nephews are, they, the girls kind of lightened up a little, but they're all born yeah. pretty dark. So, like, in my head, like, the perfect child, oh <laughs> like, of God. innocence, because when I was uh, nine years old, yeah, experiencing uh, the beautiful birth of a baby for the first time from my yeah. sister's baby, you know, yeah, like, it was brown. You know, like, that was yeah. the magic of birth. So, yeah. in my head, like, all babies are cute. 
But when you put a little curly haired, fucking dark skinned baby, I'm like, oh my god, it reminds me of of being young again and like seeing the babies for the first time. My nieces and nephews, nephews, yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, shout out to my nieces and nephews. Shout out! Shout out! I'd like to shout out Pepsi Max. They don't listen when to you want. <laughs> Maximum Pepsi. No, they're just Pepsi. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I fucking... Like, up until that point, I was liking this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. But I felt like something was missing. Because, of course, yeah. Because it felt like just another... There's a problem. We gotta go find the thing. And then we're gonna find the thing. It was and very simple. The problem was going to be solved. Yeah, yeah, like a little. It was it was, was McGuffin-y, and it was we're going to find Ernesto, mm-hmm. and then we're going to find out family's more important, and, yeah. and family's going to be like, oh, and Disney's they're going to and they're going to like and they're going to reconcile, yeah. and it's going to be great. But like that, oh man, yeah. oh man, and, and also my grand my my grandma's husband when I was growing up, she wasn't with my grandpa anymore. Uh, Anghead had Alzheimer's. So, like, mm. I have seen up close and personal what yeah. that disease does. And I don't know if that's what Coco's suffering from. She's just super old, maybe. Yeah. But, like, the grandma experiencing watching her mother, mm-hmm. the great-grandpa, forgetting and not knowing who she is. Yeah. And, like, just being there but not even really being there. Oh, really hit home for me. Because I was like, I know exactly yeah, what, know that's what that's like. like. <sighs> it's, it's so hard. Oh, it's God. so hard. Like, it's not like The Notebook. Which is a great movie, and they... Is that about Alzheimer's? The, uh, yeah. Oh. Oh, you know what? I'll give you a notebook as a challenge this week. Great. Uh, oh, God, no. Yeah, you just did this to yourself. No! Uh, I've, Anything but the notebook. Forget all my plans. How, when did that movie come out, the notebook? No, who fucking cares? Great. I've avoided it since it came out. Really? I have never watched it, and I will... I've now that it's come up naturally, it. it's 100% going to be the challenge. Oh I was totally going to give you something else. Never mind. Uh, so, like, it does a really good job with it, but it's different when it's... It's just different. I don't know. <laughs> no, really yeah, it is. But anyway, more plot. Coco, they escaped the Coco! hole that they were in with Hector, the little dungeon. Mm-hmm. The big reveal. Everyone else knew it. Everyone else knew that Hector was the fucking, his great-great-grandfather. But for some reason, you know, Miguel just was never able to find out through the paths that the story took. Well, Hector and the family never, like, lost he eyes. Was like, yeah. he was, they were running away from yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, he was estranged from them. Yeah. And then, um... So then they go back, they and then they expose Ernesto, Ernesto. De La Cruz in mm-hmm. front of everybody. Oh, and I so love good. that moment when so they were great. like dancing away from the security that guard. That was super and they villainy. All bonded as a yeah. family. I love it. was almost him. like a fucking musical moment. Like this, yeah. this movie isn't a musical. No. They sing songs, but they're singing songs when they're singing songs. Yeah. A musical is. They, the reality of the world stops to sing a song, you know? Yeah. But this moment was, like, super musically because yeah. she was trying to get away while still, like, performing the number of yeah. dancing. <laughs> oh, super cute. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. But they expose him so everyone finds out the secret. Hector's still disappearing. Oh. And then Miguel makes it back to the world. After, like, a heartbreaking, and, and, and like... Here, and here's the thing. I knew... Obviously, he's going to go to Coco and play Remember Me. And yeah, of remember. course. Yeah, yeah, And I was like, oh, man. Damn, this... I, oh, man. I feel like one of those guys. I feel like I know what's going to happen. And yeah, yeah. I'm ruining for yeah. myself. But, God, knowing it was going to happen did not take away from that I moment, still, dude. I knew it was going to happen. I 
cried for five minutes. I cried for five minutes. Yeah, I guess that's the difference, right? Because the difference is like you know something's gonna happen and it's supposed to be a twist. Yeah, this isn't supposed to be a twist. You know, it's obvious. It's telegraphed. Yeah, like he's gonna play the song for his grandmother. It's telegraphed. As soon as you find out the importance. And she starts singing along. I know. And all old grandmommy speak. You will cry. If you don't cry, you have no heart. You have no soul. This movie is sad. Oh my god. It was so good. Or if you don't know, at least you should be crying, Mary Girl. That's the thing. And then the whole movie wraps up with Ernesto shamed and Hector remembered and his picture put up and he's able to go there and the next year Days de los Muertos and Yeah. Oh, this movie is, and then you and you and then you so, hear so uh, Miguel has a new little uh, sister, I, I think, and he's starting to tell her the stories of Hector yeah. and all his family members, and that was this family member, and this was yeah. that family member, and oh my god, what a lucky family to know that many generations back that strongly. God, I'm I know it's, it's I'm so envious of that. I know it. It just reminds me of being like I. Because all we have are the memories and, like, how we pass down those memories of people. And, like, I wish I just knew that much about my family, you know? I try to learn more, but every time I do, I get, like, quick, short, like, oh, he died. Or, oh, whatever. I'm like, okay, but who were they when they lived? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's it's weird, uh, because I grew up the same way. My mom was very... My mother was very flippant about... uh, Family and lineage and where we came from. And not, not on purpose. She just had a tough life and she rebelled she she had that weird thing where she was between two worlds and instead of embracing the old world and she embraced the new one and pushed the, the old one to the side yeah. I, I don't blame her for that so it's why i don't know spanish because she didn't speak it around me yeah she's 100 percent fluent she grew up it's english is her second language but she only speaks english yeah. unless spoken to in spanish yeah because she just had to push it away but um but since I've become an adult and tried to reconcile with the Hispanic part of my identity, I have went back and like asked her questions and asked about stories. And now I know more about why we came here and when we came here and what it was like. Yeah. Um, and there was one point in college where I wrote – I had a, I, I made like – I wrote a play for yeah. like one of my stupid projects. And it was, I was like, I'm going to make it about my mom, about her coming to America, the States. Yeah. And Did you call it coming to America? I call it separation anxiety. Oh, I had her older self talking about her younger self. It was a great play. Let's just put it out there, okay? I'm a wonderful <laughs> writer. I'm a wonderful writer. But I got to I got to talk to her and like, and I I got to hear some of the stories about growing up. And one of the ones that was most uh, prevalent in my mind was the parandas that would happen in the neighborhood because the way my childhood uh, city was was it was mostly Polish, and then four Puerto Rican families came to farm. They end up realizing you can't fucking farm here, and they all got shitty jobs. But <laughs> that community of those four families all coming from the same place in Puerto Rico, coming to the town, um, <clears throat> hearing about her growing up was super cool about how during the holidays, and, and I know they do this everywhere else, but having a direct connection with it's different, where they there would be uh, like a group of traveling musicians that would go from Puerto Rican house to Puerto Rican house to play music drink their beer, eat their food, and then a couple people from that family would join that group and go on to the next house and go on to the next house and go on to the yeah. next house. And it would almost be like a, a makeshift parade, mm-hmm. but of like family and food and music and 
like I'm just one generation removed from that. Yeah. But even just hearing the story of it is just so cool. And like this this movie encapsulates that feeling of family, mm-hmm. uh, at least from the Hispanic side of things, how we do things yeah. in such a good light. Like I I loved I love seeing things like this because because I just missed out. Like I only have the stories, you know. I don't have the experiences. I only have the stories, and that's all I can pass on yeah. to my kids, which sucks. Um, but movies like this, I'm so thankful for because I, I I don't have to try to articulate the feeling. Yeah, I can you tell the stories. I can tell the, the circumstance. But this movie, it 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 the feels are there, mm. like without any explanation. It's just it's just there. You feel in your gut, you know. Yeah, this movie does a fucking amazing job of that, and. That's why I loved it. That's why I gave it to you, Nick. But did you like the movie? I don't know. It's hard to tell. Based on what you've been saying, I'm on edge. I don't know. I usually try to bury the lead, but I couldn't. It's it was good. too it's good. Hard to sometimes. It was too good. It was, too good. <laughs> it was way too good. <laughs> it was so good, dude. Okay, Nick. God, oh, man. Would you I, recommend oh, the movie? Oh, yeah, everyone needs to see this movie. Would, okay. I, so, you know what I really want to do? Yeah. And I don't know Spanish well enough to really have watched the first but i really want to watch the spanish version because they came up with two right like uh, is it all we were talking all about the it same actors a little right? before they... i think and they were saying yeah i think it was all the same actors um did a spanish version of the movie also no. well and not even that they did a spanish, spanish version songs. not even that they made both yeah sorry they made the movie yeah. in english and spanish same yeah. exact movie yes yeah yeah I and i wanted spanish. to watch the spanish uh one but I just didn't know if there were subtitles in English or not with yeah. that version, so that's why I didn't see that one in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Probably, my they're... Spanish is okay, and I would have understood a decent chunk of it. Yeah, yeah. but like, but there would have been things enough. you missed. You there would have been a lot of things yeah. I missed. Yeah, and a lot. And the Disney movies are are also funny. Yeah, I and sometimes a lot of jokes yeah, and, yeah, when yeah. you're trans, tra- when you're not fluent, yeah, hundred uh, percent, comedy is really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> sometimes, for sure. sometimes I tell, tell tell jokes at work with my broken Spanish, and sometimes it hits. Yeah. I'm a funny guy, but sometimes they just look at me like, what? And I'm like, never mind. I was trying to tell a joke, but like, I didn't know all the words to finish the joke. So yeah. I just sound like I scrambled. Yeah. What else? Um, well, it can't say. Oh, oh yes, I would recommend it. Sequel. Yeah, you said you would recommend it. Yeah. I, I, but I but was really long winded. It wanted was a long winded way of saying you would space. recommend it. But I'm really uh, long winded. You can't watch the sequel, but will you watch this movie again at some point? Um, yeah, no, I want to watch the Spanish version nice. immediately. Um, and then there's, I have, I have, there's, I know I have one friend at work that's in a similar boat as us, that she's a Puerto Rican, but like a generation removed. So she's very Americanized. Yeah. I think she would love this movie. Um, God, I was thinking about it. I wish, I wish I had quite a little more pull at work because I kind of wish I could like, put a screening on for at the movie at your job yeah That's because cool. half of our staff is mexican and i don't know who has seen it or who hasn't seen it yeah. but god it, it was just such a good movie i just want to share with more people like me yeah you know yeah it sounded like you were gonna say mexicans <laughs> i was gonna say my people but we're but i'm not mexican yeah. so so i'm kind of 
<laughs> you know, like, like we're... It's just so funny, because the divide between Hispanic groups is, like, just like the divide of any people, right? It's like, fucking you shrinking, say, though. You wouldn't say an Irish Yo. person was the same as uh, a, uh, English or British yeah, person, Yeah, 100% right? would. I don't know what you you're wouldn't. saying. 100%. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> but Hispanic groups are just all lip, lumped together. Yeah. Well, also, no I feel like... no one gives a shit about the differences, other than Hispanics. I feel like the divide is shrinking, though, too, with the generations and generations of like diluting the culture i feel like growing up i felt puerto rican and mexican was something else and dominican was something else and cuban was something else but i feel like in the last decade the the sense of um putting us all down and clumping us together has actually emboldened emboldened us a little to actually band together i think so i feel closer to other hispanics like i will say i'm hispanic and latinx and those things over saying puerto rican sometimes because i feel in a connection to dominicans cubans and mexicans that's More cool, so yeah. than uh, I think so. Well, yeah, I mean, and also like generation, generation, yeah, generationally, we uh, we grown up, word. whatever. <laughs> we grew up, and we like I was taught that like every other Hispanic hates another Hispanic group. One hundred percent. That's like a thing. I don't know why, but like I was I not even up, a specific most. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up, and like my grandmother hated Dominicans. But you grew up in New York City. You have That's a true. very specific. Yeah, I grew up in a place of, with just Puerto Ricans. A lot of Puerto Ricans hated Dominicans everywhere, mm-hmm. and I thought it was just my family or my grandma. But every other Puerto Rican I talked oh, no, to, no, 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 like, oh, no, it's fuck all over those the place. Dominicans. Yeah. And I was like, what? Why? They're the same. Like, I don't understand what. Like, why are we fighting amongst each other when like all the white people who hate us yeah. just think we're Mexican anyway? But do you do you see what like, I'm saying? Do you get that same feeling? I do. I think like, it's a I generation think, of yeah thing as we're growing up in this country in this community, we're bonding with other people who we were kind of. I told think it's the internet, right? To not be around. I think a little bit it's the internet. I, I think a little bit of the internet you know? and just how connected we are. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll give you know? I'll give some credit to this. I even want to give a little credence and credit to like stupid, stupid fucking. <sighs> viners and instagrammers and like why stupid... no i'm not gonna give you that because i disagree with you whatever you say next is wrong because like they all have their own identity <laughs> and they all have uh, their people and they all make bad you know ethnic jokes but like at the end of the day the the fight is there you know no you don't think so no i don't think so. i would i, I, I would i definitely wouldn't say all I oh, especially when you said viners, I was like, no. <laughs> some no. good people came for vine, dude. Huh? Some good people came for vine. Hey, some sure. Like it, two. Do it for the vine, dude. <laughs> oh my god, no. Do it I for the vine, dude. I would never give anybody credit from vine for anything ever. Someone could be, someone could cure cancer, and they were, if they were a viner, I'm not gonna fucking give them credit for it. Someone else did it. I'm gonna give you a, a, a six-hour PowerPoint and how all the successful viners and what they've contributed Don't to the world. Don't care. <laughs> all right, maybe Vine was the, the right thing to say, but I meant like, I think just our generation is is doing better at, and we're more accepting, and I think as a whole we're kind of more liberal and we're just like more open and connected and hashtag woke. And I think that's why we're kind of like more of yeah. a community. But you get that same sense. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. 
Um, That's what this movie's about. Remember your culture. Remember your family history. Remember it's so that. Good. Thank Never you so much die. for giving it to me. Oh no problem. Because I, you liked I it. was gonna miss out and I was gonna watch like I, six months. That's what I was gonna say. Because like I because there's just too many movies coming. I've been too hard. busy giving you challenges and stuff like that sometimes yeah. it's hard because it's like i know you like it or i know you would like it mm-hmm. and i know you're probably gonna watch it at some point but yeah. like this movie i wanted you to watch before it left yeah, yeah. Theaters. i'm glad you were able to um okay so <sighs> what is my challenge nick what is my challenge god i feel like i really want to give you the notebook but i feel like i'm trolling you a little if i do oh my god will i survive Will Marcus survive more time of not watching The Notebook? Or will this make you use your pass? For those that are, for those listeners that are newer to the podcast, each of us, every year, mm-hmm. we haven't even done this for a year, but every year, <laughs> we'll get one pass yeah. to the challenge. I've used mine. Used it fast. I used it on like episode five for, what was the goddamn stupid show you tried to get me to watch? Pa- what was it? Uh, Powerless. It lasted it. No, like not powerless. Something, yeah. It was a Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, it was Vanessa Hudgens TV Alan show about like, superpowers and shit. Yeah, it lasted like six episodes. I made the right call. <laughs> <laughs> it did not stand the test of time. I love that show. It's good. Okay, <laughs> sure. I don't know because I've never seen it, and I will never have to. <laughs> okay. uh, but honestly, hold on. Let me look at my list of challenges. We also have one substitution that we announced. Where you can substitute someone else to do the challenge for you and be on the episode. Oh, yeah. Which uh, Nick has one of. This is on my list. I see the notebook on your so list. So I'm not like... I, I, naturally... I, I see one on your list and I'm like, I, I can't wait till you give me that. I don't know when this is the, the right Brats time. Movie? The Brats movie? The Brats movie. Well, so I fucking can't because how that. I... Th- I made this list Why when not? we started, but how how did I just get... How did this get made? Fucking just did it. Not just this was a while ago. I want to wait till a little more times. I want to. I don't want people to be like you're just copying them because there are similarities between our shows, as in they're funny and we're not. But you know what I mean. Yeah, the similarity is they're better than us. Yeah, I get it. That's similarity. I was deciding between giving you Sucker Punch, oh god, and the People versus OJ. Okay, but I'm gonna give you the Notebook. Your challenge this week is to watch the Notebook. No. You you have someone like, you can so watch it I, with. It's gonna be sweet. I want to pass, but like. Oh yeah, use your fucking pass. Use your goddamn pass. I don't want to use pass. it. Use your fucking use it. Use it. You know you wanted it. You know so you bad. Just you so know I can you wanted to go to the year. That yeah, I've you... never watched the Notebook. I want to like continue to say that I've never watched the Notebook. But now you get to bring up in conversation how you watch it for the podcast and promote our podcast very naturally. But I'm so curious about it. Like, it's, it's just like, everyone has always mentioned, it's one of those it's movies. It's the like, rom-com. It's the movie you watch. It's a it's, rom-com? I didn't even know that. I thought it was just a romantic movie. But like, all ro- name one romantic movie that isn't a rom-com. It's hard. Sweet November. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately you did it. <laughs> Immediately. You know what I mean, though. Most... Yeah. I don't know. It might not be a rom com. I don't know. It's hard. Most all romance, almost all romance music is just rom coms. Not sweet November. Okay, whatever. Listen, you can use your past, dude. Romeo and Juliet. I got all the challenges. You can use it. Um. No, I'm not gonna. I want to. I'm. So I know curious. you don't want to. You want to watch it. I have to watch. But it. here's the thing. You it. also know I still have worse things in my back pocket. I know. For when you I'm use. I'm so scared. I love that. I love so many bad things, dude. I hate it because I have to watch the Notebook. <laughs> Why I love it? No, it's gonna be terrible. Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, love oh this. Oh my god, Ryan Gosling, another fucking Ryan Gosling movie. If you want, I can give you the book instead of the movie. 
No. I'll watch The Notebook. Great. I like the movie better anyway. Good. Okay. I read the book after, though. Next week is The Notebook. Next week is The Notebook. We'll the see what notebook. happens. The Notebook. The Notebook. I'm so excited. <laughs> Someone's going to come to this episode and be like, wow, they're really insightful. They're really sharing their culture. Uh, things about family. And then next week he's just be like, I hate Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Yeah, every episode's different. <laughs> that's that's podcast. That's okay. And that's the that's podcast. Okay, Nick. Wrap us up. Okay. Um, I got real tired all of a sudden. <laughs> yo, this was now try this. We did a little bit of this and that, and now let's have a knack for wrapping it up nice oh, and tight. Remember, two, we watched Coco. Like, comment. Don't and you subscribe. know? No. That we are loco. We watch the Spanish movie and really like it because we're Hispanic, Puerto Rican. Watching the Notebook, Ryan Gieslin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week. Oh, uh, don't forget to rate and review our podcast five stars on iTunes. Thank you. <laughs>